listen and subscribe to The Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Welcome, everybody. This is the edition of Blurred Lines. We are talking Obi-Wan, the new show that just wrapped up. Um, with me, as always, is... Your only black Hokage, a.k.a. Cam Cam Bigelow. What's up? <laughs> as well as... Uh, this is Pastor Josh. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> and always... <laughs> Professor Doom. This is D. <laughs> what up, everybody? <laughs> and um, so we've all watched uh, the new Obi-Wan series. It was about six episodes, I believe, right? Six episodes? Yes. Yeah. Six, um, six episode limited series. Yeah. So uh, we oh, didn't yeah. ask for an Obi-Wan show, but we got one. And honestly... It was okay. <laughs> it was better than okay, I would say. You know, I, I I enjoyed it. Go ahead, Cam. Cam, tell 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 him why you mad. No, I'm not actually. I'm just saying, in the pantheon of terrible Star Wars movies, the bar is really low. <laughs> so, it is. It, it is. doesn't take much to like make an enjoyable uh, series, which I kind of like lately because I don't need. I mean, the movies have left a bad. The recent movies. From Phantom Menace all the way up to um, the the trilogy, the new trilogy, has kind of left a bad taste in my mouth based on the direction of some of the directors and some of the people who are involved or not involved, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, the original three still holds up. That's what jump-started all the stuff. In my opinion, I still think Rebels, Bad Batch, Mandalorian, and the only movie outside of the original three, Rogue One, even though that had terrible writing for certain characters stands out to me as some of the top tier um star wars content now we, we we just saw um uh boba fett which was a snooze fest we went on a high with mando one of boba's fett snooze fest we got obi-wan and in my opinion i was like man we already know this but however seeing that they made this show um it just proves to me that obi-wan probably should have been the main character of the whole universe He's connected to everything. And overall, it did give a lot of good fan service to seeing, and spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, peak Vader, peak Obi-Wan, um, what fans were clamoring from for, excuse me. And, and I thought the action scenes were cool. Yeah. Uh, and Absolutely. just seeing that enough, because I'm like, again, I'm not expecting much from Star Wars, right? Especially with the run of bad writing and something a lot of the movies in the direction they did however i'll say this mando and and obi-wan on disney plus has been really good plus the fact that uh it it, it just kind of went out a little bit out of the skywalker saga a little bit with introducing these other characters that we saw in other little tidbits with that said though all of star wars does not make any sense logically <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can get into yeah, that later. Yeah. So. No, but it would be said, and it would be said eventually. hundred percent. I would say uh, we didn't we didn't need this show, but we got it, and it wasn't bad. Like I like 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 Josh said, it's a little bit better than not bad. It was actually like enjoyable in some parts. Like mm-hmm. I think um, they did a good job of introducing other characters because, like I've said for since Jump, I don't care about Skywalker's. We've done this to death. Blah 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 blah. But if we are going to do it, at least enjoy the rest of the galaxy that's there. And so yes. I like I like that they showed, you know, the network of people that were helping, um, you know, the Jedi's like hide. I like that yeah. they showed different characters. Like it was a it was a smart ass move to bring in the Inquisitors. That was one of the yeah. best things yeah. from Rebels that freaking like that shit was dope. Like wait, wait, having one of the old wait, wait, wait. Uh, carryovers from like the old canon that did yeah okay. yeah exactly as you know like, like, and i think because i think that's really the principal problem with staying in the skywalker saga is that they struck down so much of the post empire stuff that actually worked and that was actually moving forward and still having a realized world and not just kind of cornered into tatooine all, you know all these little yeah. different desert planets that you know allows disney to save money you know so it's, it's, it's really, I think, much like Rogue One, Cam pointed it out, and with Obi-Wan, it's like if you're going to stay in that, because it's still in the Skywalker timeline, because obviously Luke and Leia appear, Vader, all the, 
all the principal players are there. However, you show an aspect of that mythology, of that canon that fans would be interested in. What was Obi-Wan doing, doing post Order 66? What was it like as a Jedi, you know, specifically the most popular Jedi, you know, in the galaxy? You know, what, you know, Vader, all, all these things they touched on. And, and to Deborah Chow's credit, she does a really good job of communicating the visual emotion through her direction and the blocking, Amen. especially with the, with the dual sequences. Um, I thought, especially that last one, that was a really good mid cap between um, the dual uh, uh, Vader pre-suit Vader versus um, when we see Vader ultimately defeat uh, Obi-Wan um, who ages, I mean, <laughs> incredibly up in in I Jedi life is hard so that you know you, you, you age you age uh 20 years and 10 I'm just saying it's hard hard Luke is 10 god dang <laughs> well and I would just say overall I would think like the the one the takeaways I say on the positive from Obi-Wan was good was they did like you said they introduce a lot of the um the world of it better so like you said like you have the inquisitors which were one of the coolest parts of you know rebels which is awesome mm-hmm. um you have oh yeah freaking op vader like we like again uh, me personally i don't care anymore but i'm glad they showed that <laughs> level of it because it's just like okay like why is vader here oh he's he's and he's literally through the whole show he's op it's not even it's like the fact when uh again we're going spoilers or whatever but when reva um tries to, to attack him he's like bitch so she know i knew this whole time that she was trying to kill me <laughs> like, like, well, well, and like he's laughing the whole time we don't have to get into the logic of this whole thing i mean let's let's get the the, the good stuff out first like, yeah, yeah. yeah but again so i would say on that good part like i think that they the, the parts that they did good was one introducing interesting new characters that we you you've only seen from like just the cg shows which i thought was dope um let me, let me ask a quick question so the inquisitors um they're canon i only got introduced to the inquisitors in the game of fallen order i didn't even know what they were until yeah. the yep. game and then i started going back into the anime i was like oh these are inquisitors so i was like okay they've been around but d you made a point you was like that's canon stuff so the, they've been written in books before right oh yeah the inquisitors okay. go back well before disney like that dates pre that's not one of their concepts you know vader's inquisitors that was like you know in the um original legend what's called legends now but you know it was extended universe back then gotcha yeah don't don't get me started on a rant about the expulsion of the of the expanded universe well okay so there's some really good source material josh they reintroduced little tidbits from canon and legends yeah they're they're definitely doing that bad batch at the end of season one of bad batch they introduced something from one of my favorite uh, trilogy of novels. Um, at the end, at what my theory is, at the end of that mountain that you see, where um, where the cloners go, where the, the the prime minister of the the race of people that clone that created the clone army, that is um, from the from the heir to the empire series. And that's probably Mount Tantis. Mount Tantis, it was um, the, 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 the emperor's storehouse, like his weapons storehouse, mm-hmm. like his R&D and storage. Mm-hmm. Make it, test it, it works, it'll blow stuff up, dope, store it because I'm gonna need it later. That's where they took that dude at the end. That's a big, big, big sort of bomb drop from the expanded the expanded um whatchamacallit but did uh let me ask you this about that was that also the same place where palpatine kept his sith yep. holocron yeah uh, yeah. Um, his sith holocron his cloning technology all of okay. that everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like a big and i think that's what the, that's why like like we were talking about before you know bad batch I remember before, and I was kind of like, oh, Bad Batch is cool. It's like a little offshoot. But then by doing that little small tidbit, I was like, oh, they're like really trying to make sure that they're part of a, a larger thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one thing when like they gave up a lot of the 
the canon stuff like, oh, we're not going to do canon anymore. But then they're like picking and choosing what they bring in. And they're pretty smart about what they're bringing mm-hmm. in because all yeah. of that stuff actually adds to it. Because I think that's the one thing I would say for the both Clone Wars and Rebels, you know, and Mando and all that. All they're really doing is reinforcing what was already there. And yeah, it makes Filoni's definitely going, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take yep. that. I'm going to take that. He's definitely plucking big, big chunks out of the expanded universe. Very yeah. big. And I think that's smart because it's like the expanded universe actually gave the the Star Wars universe uh, galaxy more made 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 more richer. Yes. So you you got to see a lot of different layers that you didn't see with just the Luke and Leia and Vader like storyline. So Mm -hmm. it was good at that. Now that I'm glad that they're taking pieces of that, bringing it in, and then fleshing it out even more. Mm Because like I was telling someone else, I'm like, yo, if you watch Clone Wars from start to finish, eh, the first two seasons is whatever. But if you watch the four, you know, Clone Wars from start to finish, and then you watch Revenge of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith is actually like three times better. <laughs> it, gives you, it gives you so much context yes. to what's been going on in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And so, like, again, Attack of the Clones is like whatever, but you watch the, the Clone Wars the series, they give you all this rich layers of textures and new extra stories. And I, this went and that. From, I went from being a Dave Filoni fan to being a worshiper. The way that he, <laughs> the way that he made that work at yeah. the end of Clone Wars, which is because Cam, I remember when you watched it, you were like, "Yo, you need to finish Clone Wars." I'm like, "All right, well, you know, the first two seasons." He was like, "No, no, no, no. skip the first two seasons. <laughs> just, just, I'll tell you where to start. I'll tell you exactly where to start." And he dropped yeah. me right in at the right spot, and it just sort of, it just goes up from the spot that he dropped me in at. And but that ending, yeah. Woo. Oh man! And again, Gandalf oh, talks about that all the time. He was like, "Star Wars is best told in serial format as opposed to yes. movies." And when he said that, it really struck a chord because I was like, "You're right. Almost every, all the best moments in Star Wars are definitely on a serial format." And yeah. The, you know, and you can speak on that more, Danzo. I was gonna say it's it's just because you have such a, a sprawling world, you can't tell. The 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 Clone Wars series, all it did was did did what Lucas either refused to do, couldn't do, I don't know, but like investigating the Sith Lord, things like that. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't get those big story be- those grounded story beats in the big story. He was only interested in telling the fall of Anakin, and so because of that. You he missed out on a lot of opportunity to show what was going on in the ground. Another thing uh, that happened, I think this novel was written during the Disney era, but I'm not entirely sure um, it, that makes Phantom Menace better is um, the Darth Plagueis novel. Yeah. And, no, that was before. That was one of the last ones. Okay. All right. Thanks. Because I couldn't. Rem- I didn't know if it was before or after. So, but it still makes it. You can still buy it. I think they still, it's part of the legends. But um, that storyline just tells you, shows you so much of what Palpatine was doing, his Sith training, like how he how he uh, actually managed to manipulate his way into the Senate and um, just everything. And it made all of what we saw in the Phantom Menace make so much more sense than just being about the trade dispute. The trade, the the through line to get to the trade dispute was actually given more uh, various militude, more detail, and so. A lot though, when you told when you read it, one of the things that you told me was Plagueis was still alive during the Phantom Menace. Yep. That's oh yeah, scene. yeah. Plagueis was Darth Plagueis was still alive. In fact, there's an entire scene in the there's a scene or an entire sequence in the book in which he discovers that Anakin is uh you know that he feels Anakin's presence he senses him and he realizes why the Jedi have him and he manipulates uh, a meeting via Palpatine uh with Anakin but um I forget what happens somehow um Anakin is like taken away and they they miss the meeting in general but he's using his identity as uh hugo damas the uh leader of the uh banking clan and 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 so he's he's still alive during that entire thing it's not until after maul dies i believe that palpatine kills him 
So, the, mm-hmm. so the one thing about the interesting uh, connection between Plagueis, uh, Palpatine, and and Anakin, who turned into Vader, uh, Palpatine ignored one key element of the Sith lore of not training Anakin like Plagueis trained Palpatine, and he neglected him in certain aspects reason why he couldn't force him completely to the dark side like like as i mentioned he was like you gotta you gotta train your you gotta train your your uh your your student to the fullest if you neglect them you can't fully extinguish the good in him and that and ultimately when you see when vader picks up palpatine and tosses it's because he still had that good in him but that it goes back to a warning plague had told Palpatine early on, he was like, hey, man, you got to pay attention to your students. Basically, he was like, if you don't train them, they may turn on you, and you have to get them really engulfed into the Sith Lord, and make mm. them really believe and get all that goodness out and make them uh, uh, a pure Sith. Because you, you see, overall, there were moments, especially in Obi-Wan, where Anakin hesitated. Yeah. You know? So, that, and I, I knew what you were talking about, about the whole Plagueis, because I saw a little fan theory, and they were talking about he was actually a, there's a scene in, in in Phantom Menace, I think, where he's not on camera, but he's like in the room adjacent to them while well, yeah, it's the talking. scene where um where uh actually it is the scene. Thank you reminded me. It's the scene where Anakin comes in looking for Padme. Yep. He's actually in the room. He's in the room? Yeah, he's uh, in the room. Uh, uh, but um they can't see him because he doesn't want to be seen because he's the dark right. lord of the Sith. So he masks himself through the force. Yeah, okay. But he's in the room when she, when when Anakin comes to, to see Padme. Um and her handmaiden turns and turns him away. But in that moment, I think uh that was enough for Plagueis to sense the potential power for the midi chlorians, if you will. Oh geez. Uh, uh, totally forgot uh, all about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, novels make it make more sense. It's less right. it's less convoluted and stupid in the novels, but it's silly either way, you know, with with the midi chlorians and all that stuff. But the novels are solid, man. It's solid storytelling. They really, you know, I, I was trying not to go on a rant about about a uh, dead in the expanded universe, but they really like okay. So there's a lot of continuity errors. So what? Just yeah. just go ahead, man. Just go. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun and pick pick and choose what you what you like. Like yeah, I they like dead it. They really did. Luke's Luke's like wifey, the kid, the twins. Like there's so uh, many things they could have put like pulled in that could have been super fun to just like Luke, well, was, Luke, Luke was evil for like two seconds and killed billions of people. Like just that piece alone. Like have mm-hmm. fun with it, you know? Um, and maybe use that for the sequels and give the reason for why Luke is in exile. Yeah, or exile instead of this really dumb. I don't, I'm not even I mean, on that. The new oh. Jedi Order series, all but like 10, 12 books, however many it was, that's just like a television series waiting to happen on its own, man. And I, it 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 should have been done. It, yeah, should have been done. So they did it. So now bring it back to Obi Wan. The the parts that worked, I thought Reva was a great addition to this like kind of pantheon of the characters purely Shout just because I, yep black women we all you know we, we rep and support um but i thought that was a good addition because at the very least they gave a fully fleshed out character yeah. and um i liked that because at first it could have easily just been like oh it's a black woman she's evil blah 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 but at least they gave her some layers they gave her some depth mm-hmm. um they even gave her a chance to have a redemption arc which you know uh they're theorizing that she might get a spinoff series, which I think would actually be a good thing because yep. honestly, to me, they, they need to pick on these. They, it's a whole fucking galaxy. We don't care. Ooh. We don't need to know about Skywalkers and fucking Vader all day. Like, right. pick pick a random Wookiee and just to make it happen or like <laughs> a random Ewok. Like, I don't care. Like, dude, just like, or that was my... Or the clock back a thousand or so years. 100%. Well, this, this, this is why I feel like Rebels is good. Um, I feel like Bad Batch is cool. Yeah, Bad I feel Batch like is Mandalorian is cool. Um, I also feel that Rogue One was a yep. war story, and yes. everybody died. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. There was no happy ending. The yeah. only happy ending is that the plans yeah. got transferred. Yeah, um, that was it. Most, that was it. 
but yep. there it was a bittersweet victory, you know. Um, I as much as people, you know, like Obi-Wan, and it's rightfully so for his fight scenes and and fan service and whatnot. Um, in my opinion, man, Obi-Wan just I don't mean didn't make a lot of sense, man. I'm like, how does Reva survive two lightsaber stabs? How does <laughs> you, know, you mentioned this earlier? Uh Ben Kenobi, Commander Kenobi, is the most famous, one of the most famous Jedi's <laughs> in all of the galaxy. Pure galaxy. There's nobody that recognizes dude. He ain't shaved. He looks the same from the Clone Wars. He just aged a little. This is the future. You ain't got no wanted posters with this dude's face in, but you got holograms, right? Um, the, another it's thing. A long right? time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's not the future. Bruh. It, 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 so... <laughs> So when they, when, that when one person recognized them, yeah, one person. So peep this: when they had the ships, the two ships, why they just didn't drop her off before they came back to that planet? Why they just come? Oh, oh, baby Leia. Yeah. yeah. Why they also didn't take the second ship and get the hell out of there before they all came there? Yeah. I don't understand this. Yeah. Why didn't Reva mind read uh, Luke's caretaker when she was like, "Where's Luke?" She has the power to read minds. Like some of this, I'm just like the the logic didn't make any sense to me. I'm just like this as much as like I want to like like again the Vader fight scenes, the Obi Wan, yeah, all fan his, service. Oh, you know Obi Wan finding his path to not yeah. be Luke in those other movies, the old man Luke, and he was old man Obi, and then he got his his mojo back, and we seen how powerful and how still how still crafty Obi Wan was against his former. Padawan, mm-hmm. I thought that was all cool, but man, oh man, just some of like as much as I want to like Star Wars, just some of these things just did not make. Yeah, any they, they, they did a lot of like plot hole type situations. They were, also, were definitely some leaps. Yeah, and I yeah. would say that um, to their to their credit, and this is where the canon has been muffled, but to their credit, mm-hmm. force trained people can survive certain wounds like they can they can use the force to heal themselves and keep themselves from from dying okay that, that is established in can't because i asked that, that's fine that's but fine but why, why didn't vader kill her that okay that's a better that's a better more continuity gap question yeah. whereas like why didn't vader just kill her and yep. and again that could be the it's hard to know because of the continuity fog of Star Wars. Right. He was killing writer. kids. <laughs> killed kids. <laughs> right. But, but exactly. we don't know if the writers are suggesting that, okay, we're still seeing, the, like you pointed out, the cracks of good Invader. Maybe he, he knew, he said he acknowledged that he knew who she was. Yeah. Right. Like that he knew who she was. So, again, between that and a few other moments, we see that. He's not entire. He's not Palpatine level evil. Yeah, yeah. And, Palpatine and, would have electrocuted her and enjoyed everything. Yeah, exactly. I, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm maybe. Is this I, I want to give Vader more credit. It is a stretch. Vader, Vader's sole purpose is to it's get the Obi Wan. Vader's yeah. whole purpose is to get the Obi Wan. Yeah. And if Reva is a way to get the Obi Wan, he's going to keep her around. So yeah, that could exactly. explain why he didn't off her. Yeah, the, and the, and the I think I, and, that's but you're right. Like, but you, there's a level of speculate. Yeah, but there's a level of consistency that doesn't happen a lot in Star Wars. Where exactly you're right, like Vader's over here, OP and fucking bringing (laughs) ships down with one hand, and then like Mm kind of killing someone that kind of betrayed him. It's like, wait a minute. (laughs) So, so that that was the cool part because we got the run on sight Vader. Yep, like Vader. Yes, Vader got surrounded. He was like, we got you surrounded. He commented, he was like, all I see is a bunch of dead men. That's the Vader. I kept telling people, I was like, man, this, this, we never got the the malicious, cold-hearted, all-powerful Vader, except except in Rogue One at the last scene. Yep, yep. We saw how ruthless he was. Straight rage, straight rage. And I did like that they, um, I like that they kind of confirmed the part where he was like, "Yo, you know, you didn't kill Anakin, I killed him." Like I thought that was a that was line. that was brilliant. Like, that was that was a great line. Direct, that was great. To her directing, the way she kept the camera on him, and they and and it was a close up as he's walking towards Obi Wan, and then he slowly illuminate his face like it, it's so you see the monster underneath. I was saying to Josh that 
I don't know how many people have read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or know about it, but, and I don't know, I'm not giving the writers more credit than they deserve, but there's, there was a consistent parallel between Obi-Wan Kenobi um, and Victor Frankenstein and Vader in, in throughout the story. Um, even in the first moment when he realized he's alive and he's there, and he looks out and you could see the horror in his eyes that he realizes like this is i created that you know this is beyond my former student like i could have ended him but instead i just made it worse and you know fast forward to the next scene i think vader says something even to book in that he says um, mm -hmm. i am what you made me or something like that so there was a a really if intended or not there was a cool sort of allegorical parallel between uh, a literary parallel between uh, Kenobi Vader and uh, Victor Frankenstein and his monster. Can we and, talk oh, yeah. about James Earl Jones? <laughs> Man! Brother Every line the was off. delivered like it was a fresh, cold glass of water. Yeah. Oh man, I'm still James glad we, we still have him with us to be a hundred percent. Because I, I feel oh, once man. he once he he transitions eventually when he, you know when it's his time. Oh, tears I like the, the, I, I just feel like they shouldn't even like you can't do Vader anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, it, it well. I mean, they can use no. technology, maybe, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But that's like, a lot of engineering. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other, to to be fair, others have done his voice, but there's there's no comparing James no. Earl Jones as yeah. Darth Vader. Even no. just even the fact that he's able to master what Vader Anakin is feeling and knows in that moment, like the sense of desperation, mm. that obsession, you can hear it in his voice. That still that un inability to grow beyond he he even shrinks as a almost like becomes that careless Padawan again like you can hear that mm -hmm. in his voice when he's fighting him so and and credit to um, Hayden Christian in the movements of, yes. of Vader. I, know, I was actually kind of cool. To him. Yeah, it was cool to see him come back. But the funny part was like they didn't even get the, they didn't even get age down. They was looking kind of old. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so so I, wait, but props to him that I think that you're right. Like I think to Hayden Christensen's uh, credit, he really made sure that his movements and how he was uh, feeling you could you could tell from his movements as well. And then James Earl Jones put the cherry on top. I'm just yes, to let, you, let you know yeah. how the the gravitas and like when he was feeling pain, when he was feeling like, "Yo, Anakin's been dead. I killed him." Blah 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 yeah. blah. Like you, you Which felt that asthma. Yeah, and it was dope. So I, I think there was a good synergy between Hayden Christensen and James Earl Jones in terms of how they did that. Yeah, and I was surprised when they brought him back. But to Hayden Christensen's uh, credit, he did a really good job of selling all of that because in that final battle scene, or even the scene with um. With Riva and like how that whole situation played out, you felt that like, oh, like bitch, don't you know who I am? Like, what's what's going on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but even the walking up to that chamber, you know, just the 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 quickness, you know, you don't see Vader move quick, and when yes. he is moving quick, again, like Cam pointed out, whoever's in front of him better move. <laughs> out of, yes, sir. Just go, Man. you know, like, go. I sent Josh that fall in order uh, sequence where oh know, yeah. When you meet up with Vader, and it's like, oh yeah, the fighting mechanics is like you get one swing, you, you don't do anything, and then it's run, run, yeah, yeah. run, run. There's, there's do no, anything. yeah, there's so, no. Again, yeah. Before Obi Wan, the closest we got to seeing peak Vader was the comics, Fallen Order, and Rogue One. Yep, and yep. we got to see peak Luke in the in the season of Mando, two yeah. of Mando, Mando. Yeah. yeah, yes, you know, or in the video games, uh, Battlefront. Yeah, you get to yeah, play yeah. with Luke. Yeah. Um, all black loot. Uh, but again, you know, I think for me, I was like, man, we never really got. And again, I, 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 I'm gonna say because I didn't, I didn't do the due diligence and read the Legends comics about. But I read a few where mm -hmm. there was some scenes with Vader versus Boba, like even when Boba was ruthless and they went toe to toe. You know, and you hear uh, that's how I knew about Vader being able to pull a damn. A, he pulled a um. A Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
So I was like, was yeah. okay, man. This is another thing OP. that bothered me. Oh, the fire. How come you just didn't go through the fire? Everyone talks about that. They're like, he was like, oh, snaps, there's fire. I can't cross over it. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? Oh, man, I just sucks. seen you pull a ship down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a consistency. You're right. And, You're not wrong. Again, yeah, that's, that's where, that's where it, you can't entirely give it like, okay, oh, it's great. It's cutting edge. But you can say, because, again, for every moment that's great, you have moments like that where it's where it, you you're scratching your head trying to figure out. So how did a if it was lava? I would have been like, okay, I get it. You're afraid of lava. You got cut in half and almost burned by lava. But right. fire, you have force push. I know you have that in your bag or whatever. You can, oh, bro, again. <laughs> well, again, we saw we know that how strong Vader is. Yeah. Whether the game is canon or not, we saw in Fallen Order him hold an entire ocean with the force. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah, it's yeah. it's it's there. And again, if you're strong enough to pull a, a star destroyer out of the out of orbit, you know, you're you're pretty you're pretty strong enough with the force to move to bend the flames enough to or lift Obi one up yeah. and bring him 100%, over, 100%. Over from the I mean, plane, but there's one is, thing I do want to see if they do it and then it'd be like complete a Vader miniseries when he hurt hunting down Jedi. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That's all I want to see. Because then all the Jedi would be like I would say cameos of like some like celebrity all, or star. Also, yeah. also or, Vader getting his ass whooped by a few random Jedi in the comics. Yeah, exactly. Well, him. there's that one. Um, I think it's the one I I got. I don't. I think it was struck from. They redid it uh, with Marvel's Vader comic, but it was uh, before Disney. But anyway, they. It was. Uh, I think. The Empire or Dark Lord of the Empire volume. I forget, but anyway, he's hunting the Jedi and he ends up getting lured into a trap by a bunch of Jedi and they they, almost they, they jump that, him. They almost that Darth Vader? Yeah. Was that was that the Rise of Darth Vader book? I believe so. It's Rise okay. of an Empire or something like that. Or I think it's Rise of Darth Vader. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the one I remember. I bought the physical copy. I had the the physical book. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but but yeah, they jumped him and they nearly kill him. But you know, he he's like the Incredible Hulk at that at that <laughs> point. The more Ray and and if you ever read Bane, you'll know where that precedent is from a Sith powers. Like he's got that. Ray, whenever he gets more, more angry, more hurt, hurt, and that rage, he can channel that and become more stronger. That's how he beat Maul, but they're never gonna play that in the no live action because yeah, exactly. Like the Vader kills Maul. Yeah, I would say in the in the comics, that's the one thing I would say. It's like the the Vader book is really really good in that respect where it kind of fleshes out a lot of different things shows them the machinations that he was already going through all the jedis he was killing you know introduces dr afra which is an awesome character and so um but i think that's the one thing i would say it was just like you know obi-wan gave you just a little bit of taste of the vader that people i think really want to see mm-hmm. and it's the vader that if you if you if you go ahead and read the the disney of era Marvel books, and that's what that's the Vader that you see mostly. Him being OP and freaking just being like his machinations are bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say one thing, one other part that I really enjoyed, small part, but um, it's one of my favorite things from those comics, which is Palpatine. <laughs> and Palpatine always, um, there was always usually a moment where, especially after they just jumped him and almost killed him where Palpatine like really takes him to task and is like, look, man, there, yes, I know there are Jedi still alive, but what can they do? We have an empire, man. I need you to focus. I need you. And so it was good that they included that little scene because I, I, 10 years after, um, after um, Revenge of the Sith, would have been he would have gotten past that a little, but the fact that Obi Wan came back in and the obsession kicked right back in, yep. and so Pal- Palpatine isn't you know harsh as harsh as he is in the comics and all that, but he still makes he's it clear. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah he still uh, makes it clear. Style. He's just like, yo, look, dude, uh, that's one dude, 
I don't care about him, and you care about him, but obviously this is clouding your judgment. Let me know if this is a problem because I can move on from you. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad we got Qui Gon at the last. Minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. agree too. I mm -hmm. that was a oh, good, yeah. that was a good little like at the end it, that helped a, a bookend it. I think we didn't need to have him any anytime earlier than that. Nope. Um, no. I thought that. Um, you know, on the negative side, uh, Baby Leia was annoying, but she served her purpose. Was she? Eh, she was kind of annoying. She's okay. And, uh, and She's like fine-ish. But that, I think that's like, just the way they use her. They I mean, her. but her characteristics set up who she is. True. Yeah. The, the original trilogy that's a good point. when she was younger. Yeah, and then when she I gets like older, that. she's a lot more mature. Yeah, yeah, I like that continuity. Like, they really sort of planted the seeds of who she'd become. I did now, like the... Now, now the, you say continuity. The holster. I like the holster part. That was dope. Now, now, now you say continuity. Now, they, now they've now established... That was, that was part of the continuity. Since the word continuity came up, another yep. thing, like, you know, when Leia does meet Obi-Wan again... There doesn't seem to be any familiarity, like real connection. They had a moment, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, young Leia and Obi, and they really spent some like quality time, quality time, went through some shit together, right? But when you see them together, and she reaches out to him on the hologram, there's like no sense of like. I'm just saying, I don't think you really see them together. Like no, yeah, there's no, very, very but short. It, it, it does the, the, the original OG trilogy does suggest that they met before, right? Obi Wan gives us how they met before, right? You know, but even and, the original suggestion doesn't doesn't really hint that she has because the, the familiarity you're talking about would be like a niece to an uncle, right? If you're, right. If you're a niece in distress reaching out to her uncle, even if the uncle had, especially after what we saw in Obi-Wan, hadn't seen her for so long, and she's perceptive and all these things, there might be, you would think she would say something to him to to just as a sentimental thing, yeah. right? His memory, but obviously we know why very, that is, and that's... Yeah, like the holster, formal. the holster. Yeah. She's like, I still got the holster formal, or some very, shit like that. It was very formal. You helped my father during the Clone Wars, and now he needs your help one more time, right. John. Mm -hmm. And we assume that she's talking about the events of one, two, three, which yep. again, right. we know that Bell Organa would have told her about some things, especially some as she became more involved in the rebellion, things that probably are classified, you know, like, oh, Yoda might Master Yoda might still be alive, and Obi-Wan Kenobi is actually ben kenobi uh hiding on with me <laughs> watching your brother yeah so wait wait another thing how the hell did bill are gonna find obi-wan's lair so easily yeah like that like that in like two minutes yo she got there in like not even two minutes like five NYPD seconds yeah obi-wan got there in like <laughs> Yo, I mean, she, got, she got there from like I found the hologram to like I'm there. Did we didn't find a ship? She didn't have yeah, no ship there. She, she got she got a, a hole a hole in her stomach, and she was just like, I need to go to Tatooine. Distance <laughs> and time on this show, on in this series definitely were not a thing because I had this belief, bro. Luke, and, and, Luke, I, and you know what? Luke is in, tr Luke is in trouble. Luke is in trouble, and. Ben is still Ben. Obi Wan is still on the other planet, just orbiting the other planet. Fact. He goes, "Oh, Luke's in trouble." Yeah, <laughs> and he's out, and then he's on Tatooine in no matter of minutes. No, so on Tatooine, right at uh, at uh, Owen's farm, faster than faster than Han Solo doing the uh, the whatever run in like yeah. Parts so so Pete, <laughs> I, I'll let Reva slide with the the getting stabbed a few times because she could have healed herself. Or she could have went to see Thundercat to get the machine parts. Put in her. <laughs> <laughs> How loud? Good callback. Good callback. Like, Good callback. Like better than mine. Good callback. Good callback. Because I mean, I I knew the Grand Inquisitor wasn't dead because I seen him in Clone Wars and how he died. True. I know he was yep. still alive. Yep. And some of the things were predictable. I knew Reva was the the youngling from the flashback. I was like, that's got to be. Yeah. It. It, was, it was too predictable. Yeah, I think they yeah. made it kind of. I mean, she yeah. was the only. The, to be, she's the only black youngling. 
in that group. <laughs> so then you see her later. It only makes sense. It only that makes was a great opening sequence, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I love stuff like that where it shows yeah. you what's happening on the ground again, adjacent yeah. to the big thing, which we yeah. knew what Anakin was doing in the other room. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, and they did. They did give a a clone Boba Fett flashback to a little bit. Yeah, yeah, the clone trooper. Yeah, they did a good job with that. I mean, like I would say, I would like again. It was like we don't need an Obi Wan show, but we got one, and it was it was okay. I'll say this too to to tie it up: if they ever bring Boba Fett Fett back in any combat, I need him ruthless. (laughs) You don't like Muslim uh, Boba Fett? (laughs) (laughs) Man got ate up by a sarlacc and turned Muslim, man. <laughs> to me, Boba Fett is still in that belly. I've never, <laughs> he never made it out. I'm, t- I'm just gonna say this right Bro. now. A quick rant. Bro. I don't get it. I don't understand the obsession with Boba Fett. He's cool. I like his father better. I'm just saying, like, you could what, have, what, you could have the, the opportunity deal. was there to make you understand. That's the yeah. sad part. Yes, so, I think the comics and the potential of what we thought we were gonna get was gonna be yep. dope. And what no. was, yeah, yes. that's true. And, I, and like, I did, I'm yeah, not like I the biggest that. Boba Fett fan. Like, I, I literally don't care. But like, what we got was very underwhelming, and it was. But just you could like, have been made to care. That's the yes. thing that I don't. You're that's right. The, thing right. That the opportunity was there Boom. to fill in so many blanks and just tell you why the legend is that. Like people, the fact that Boba Fett showed up in like a total of what three minutes worth of of footage in the original series people just sort of filled in the blanks of the legend of right yeah right but then they write comics about his adventures yeah totally totally totally. yeah and then also the clone wars he appears on rebels or clone wars one yeah Yeah. both both he he was he was solid the idea should have been that now you get to see why the legend is who he is not his vision quest in you know in, in retirement. Retirement. <laughs> it, it was almost like he just. They treated it as if he just escaped the belly of the. Uh, <laughs> you know like he escaped it like right before we see him in Mando, and I'm just like, ah oh, man, couldn't you? You did not need to get to give us the kinder, gentler. Uh, Rainbow Bright Motorcycle Brigade. Oh, the hipster, the hipster gangsters. Yes, <laughs> that was very unnecessary. Yo, Robert, Robert, Robert is wilding for that. He was just wilding. He was wilding. You, it's uh, season two. If they do a season two, needs to be he's stripped of everything, and he has no choice but to go back to the world that he knows, bounty hunting, and just let him hunt bounties. See, just, season just, two just should be a it should be a fever dream, and he should dream and remember the times of Mandalore when the Mandalorians ruled the galaxy, and he's one of them. And we see the Mandalore, we see the mm. real, the real Mandalore. That'd be fun. Yeah. But he's not a Mandalorian. How would I you know, but he ever? have a fever dream and pretend he's a, he thinks True. he's a Mandalorian. It's a fever I mean, dream. And, and even with the like you said, <laughs> with the Katie Sockoff and all that kind of stuff, like. I think it would have been interesting to have a show that dealt with all three of the types of Mando or Mandos yes. that are out there, right? Yes. Like well, Boba is, Mando does that. Yeah, like Bobo is d- definitely a separate type of thing because he got it from a specific thing. But, you know, right. Mando is part of a, a you know the offshoot. And then you have Katie Saka's character, who's actually like the main Mandalorian. So that's I, what I'm interested in is a is a Bo-Katan. Uh, yeah, Bo-Katan would be, well, that'd be, that. that'd be yeah. a great series. Yeah. I, yeah. I would rather see that than honestly. I like the Mandalorian, but it wasn't what I was expecting. I wanted more Mandalore, Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I can get a Bo-Katan series that focuses on Mandalorian, Mandalore culture and that history, like that real rich. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys rivaled the Jedi's at one point. Like hey. the Jedi were, they were a chief adversary. They were secondary adversaries to the Jedi at, right after the Sith Lords. Like mm-hmm. they, that's how deep their history goes. D'Angelo, um, you you watch Rebels, right? What was the chick yeah. that was from uh, a, a, a ousted tribe? I want to see oh, her. Sabine. Yeah, Sabine. Yeah. She, yeah. she handed so, the dark saber to yeah. Bo-Katan. 
So, yes. which, so which wasn't the f- the flavor of the month when she got recognized. Yeah. So apparently, um, the Ahsoka show is supposedly supposed to be kind of like a sequel to Rebels. So yep. they've 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 kind of said openly that they've been casting people from Rebels, characters from Rebels, into the show. So I'm really curious to see how that plays out and what that means for like the Ahsoka show. Like, is it going to focus on you know fighting Ezra? Is going to have like Sabine oh, in it? already she's already looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, oh, that's that's right there. yeah, that's, and and right, and Ezra Saber. Ezra Saber from Dark Vader. That's a Thrawn. Is yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ezra Man. teleported her from from getting uh, crushed by the building at, from Darth Vader. So, but we all know Bro. Darth Vader lives. So it's like, Grand Admiral. No, you're right. Thrawn yeah, that was a great episode. Grand Admiral Thrawn is one of the greatest things to happen to Star Wars and Legends, and I'm very curious to see how they how they continue with uh, with that in real in um in a live action series. Yeah. And Very hopefully true. they they do him justice because Thrawn to me is you got in terms of the Star Wars franchise villains are top antagonists. You got Emperor Palpatine. He's obviously the top villain in Star Wars because um, he's pure evil. You got Darth Vader, and then you have Admiral Thrawn. In terms of in terms of that legacy, like you go into. Yes. Before that, then you got Darth Bane. It gets mud. It gets more. The list gets bigger. But in terms of the Skywalker and post Skywalker um, saga, those three. So hopefully, since Thrawn will be having his debut in live action, they do him well because again, like Josh said, there's there's only one. He's the only other name in the Star Wars franchise that commands that level of villainy. Like when you yeah. hear his name in the sentence. There's some big, crazy antagonistic shit coming down the pipe. So uh, I thought he was going to be in Rogue One. Yeah, I yeah, did too. So I thought did. he was going to. That would have been nice. No, yeah. so it wouldn't have made continuity sense because right. at the time of at that at that period, by the time Rogue One happens, he's already sent. So this the the story is supposed to be. That Grand Admiral that that they created the rank of Grand Admiral because there was nothing else to give him, and basically what the Emperor tasked him with doing because there was no other accomplishment for him to do, uh, the Emperor sends him into the unknown regions to put to basically plant the flag of the Empire in the name of the Emperor. Basically, just take over wherever you wherever you touch down, take it over, plant the flag, move on. You're expanding our territory. That's your job. And Which is why the post stories are so great because he show he's showing up like, oh shit, the empire the empire failed. Yeah, uh, I don't and think he shows so. up and he's like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I leave for five minutes and everything's gone. I bet. I'm gonna just. Yeah. I'm, and, and the beauty of it is in the books, he has no designs on power whatsoever. He just wants to restore the former glory of the Empire. Yeah. He's going to install someone who has force powers that's turned dark or a Sith Lord, and he's going to just be the Grand Admiral. That's really all he wants. He is a, a real believer in, in Palpatine's order. Yeah, so, bro. Like, yeah, Woo. that's why I said he's 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 an interesting Star Wars villain, and hopefully, again, they do him justice. Man, if yeah, they do, I, if I just want them to do him like they did in the books, where he comes within an inch of restoring it all, he, he just within just a bare inch of taking it all back, and not because of anything other than this is the order that I left things in. This is how I'm. This is how it needs to be when I come back. That's it. Yeah, and I think that's like that's one of those things where it's like. Again, Filoni has all that canon in there, so he can pull sure whatever does. he needs in there. So I'm curious to see if he does that or not. All right, so wrapping up, we talked Star Wars lore. Obi-Wan is a, the basis of this, but it's really about Star Wars. So mm-hmm. in, instead of saying what we think about Obi, I would say, what do you guys hope going forward? We have Ahsoka on the on the horizon. I think we have another Bad Batch uh, see, uh, season. Season two. They, they, yeah. they haven't really said anything else outside of, besides Mando. Like those are the only three confirmed things. Like, what do you guys want to see from Star Wars going mm. forward, movies or in TV? 
So we'll start with uh, Cam. You go first. Uh, again, move on from the Skywalker saga or tell those stories of like the stormtroopers on a day-to-day basis and what they were dealing with, PTSD. Um, like I said, one of the things that appealed to me about Rogue One was we learned about the characters that were talked about and mentioned in lore or legends or slightly mentioned in the books that are still considered canon by Lucas at the time, um, especially like the wheels, you know, the guardians of the wheels and stuff like mm. that. I thought that was cool. Those aspects, those characters are cool. Um, but like the ground, the ground level troops, not the the glorified heroes, but like some of the people that we don't see, like that's what for me. I think more series, short series like this, um, going forward and not retelling what was what we wanted doing, but like let's once they get rid of or done with Ashoka and all that other stuff that's still dealing with the Skywalker saga, I for one want to see something, uh, in either in the future. Like this, the Luke Skywalker kids, or whatever Han Solo's kids, or something like that, or we go Knights of the Old Republic, yeah, back mm-hmm. further back that way, yeah, because that's mm-hmm. a whole saga in itself, you know. Surely. Um, I would love to see a mini series Game of Thrones ish type thing, or if they want to do the six episodes, I'm cool with that. Um, and maybe if they do that well enough, I will go back and read some of these legends and canon comics and reading materials to get a little bit more in depth with the the characters that I fall in love with or some of these storylines. I like what they're doing with this mini series. I don't need another two hour movie with plot holes. I can deal with a six episode <laughs> series of plot holes and illogical writing. Uh but it's fine. Again, they, they got Mando, they got the animation. All the animation is tough. Uh Rogue One was good for, in my eyes. And and uh, um, uh, Obi Wan was solid. Um, again, it didn't <laughs> logistically set well with me, but I did yeah. like the fight scenes. I thought that was damn awesome. I uh, appreciated it. We got peak Vader, which mm-hmm. is awesome. But again, going forward, let's talk about other than Skywalker Saga or go back to the Knights of the Old Republic. Let's talk about them. Yep, I agree. Uh, D'Angelo, what you got? I 100% agree with what Cam just said. I think it's time to, it's, you know, I understand why business-wise, business-wise why they're stay in the Skywalker realm, but, you know, I think they're showing that they can even keep the Skywalker stories going, but also branch out and tell other Star Wars stories from Knights of the Old Republic, from, you know, you have the Darth Revan. I think Darth Revan as a character in itself would be interesting and here's a good reason because darth revan is non-binary like darth, darth mm. revan is not is neither canonized as male or female i think most a lot of the some of the stories more sort of tend to push him towards male but remember that game he could be either or so um or they could be either or and that's how um they're identified on the wikipedia which is their fan uh database um so i there's just opportunity dark bane i think if disney is really going to go towards this platform that does edgier and darker stuff give us a store more stories that delve into sith lore sith mythology so that i think there's a a, a big gap in understanding the relation between the sith and the jedi and the in the dark practitioners of the force versus the light users or whatever i think you know the funny thing is is if the more you delve into sith lore the more you you kind of look at the jedi with a side eye so, mm-hmm. so nice. I think that would be nice. very interesting to see how the audience responds to stories that involve sith uh uh sith mythology and and, and um sith philosophy yeah, no, that's totally true. I, and that's the most interesting part of it, where it's like, I think if they start to go more in that darker realm and they pull in from that canon, from all this that's been established, there's like the super fun things to work with. The Like the whole Grey Jedi situations, you know, anything from the Knights, no, Knights of Old Republic, like 
again, they they if they really really wanted to, they could one hundred percent go the Game of Thrones without uh, route and just be like, yo, we're doing Nice Old Republic. This is people that you never heard of before, never seen before. We're about to do a whole new story that you don't even know. That's not has nothing to do with the Vader, <laughs> right? And so they I think still that part lightsabers. They still use the Force. Yep, and but it's like masters and pew pew, to- totally different motivations. So everything else. Um, Josh, what you got? Uh, a combination of Cam and uh, and D'Angelo's answers. D'Angelo and I have a very soft spot for Darth for Darth Bane, um, so I would definitely pay money to see that as a series. Um, just the I, I agree with D'Angelo with what D'Angelo's. We he and I have discussed this at ad nauseum um, that there's such a massive gap between you know you you see so much of the Jedi and what makes them take and what makes them them. And you don't really get nearly enough. You don't really get nearly as much coverage of the, the Sith, the Sith's motivations. Um, and I agree wholeheartedly with what he said, like, you know, you learn enough about the Sith. You start looking at the Jedi, like, eh, you know. <laughs> and it, but it's, it's, it's such a good, it, it's such a good twist of story because mm-hmm. After, on a level, you look at the Jedi like maybe they're the bad guys, <laughs> like straight up. Yep. Um, Anakin uh, was right. Uh, Anakin was right. Right, right. You know, that's a T-shirt, by the way. So, <laughs> um, uh, I also agree with Cam. I think future stories, like you know, I mean, I didn't exactly love the comic book. Um, uh, what the heck was uh, the Luke's grandson? I think was it. Uh, Kate oh Skywalker. yeah, yeah, that was Dark Horse, the last one, of the last ones, the last the uh, stories was, before it hopped over. The ending yeah. was pretty bad. The end of that, the end was pretty bad, but the beginning and middle were actually really, really good. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good example. It was a good example of a great Jedi that like, was like you know yes. equally in the dark and also in the light. I thought that was yeah. actually yeah. really good. Okay, and, I'll take that back. Give me Star Killer then. Replace him. Mm. Oh, that, oh, yeah. Mm. Really, like, if, you did, if, if you did, if you did any of the stories that they give you for the video games as a TV show, like, Star Killer, let's go. You know, Star Killer, Fallen Jedi, um, the Knights of the Old Republic, the, the the any of the, the the what is it? The those two Hello. twins in the Old Republic that are that are serving a, a, a Sith Lord. That's uh that's uh the Knights of the Old Republic, right? Yeah, it's is that Knights of the Old Republic? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Where because that's the one, the first one you play as 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 Revan, right? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 right. right. It's all, yeah, and you have the depending on what you do, you either rule the Sith Empire, um, waging war on the Republic forever, or you help defeat the Sith Empire. Um, yeah, as a lowly I mean, foot soldier. Yes, <laughs> one where, where, the one where um. The, the game where the where where the little kid um is I think the emperor's daughter like the old republic em- emperor's daughter and she if her her mother is light side her father is a sith lord and he eventually sends her to the sith temple to be trained yeah 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 I know what you're talking about yeah I think that I, I, I don't remember what game that is but I don't remember either but I know what you're talking about it yeah. might have been uh, any of those yeah, well, and, and, and I think, and I think the overall conversation that we all three, all four of us are having is that is like there is so much of the lore that's been made post the original three uh, movies that is good, interesting, and fleshes out the world of this galaxy that we all think is really interesting. And I so, would pay money to see Tatooine blown up. And so again, if they, <laughs> if they, you know. That if they actually go ahead and and pull from a lot of that canon and add it into it, it will always be all be for the better for it. I think that's the one yes. thing that I'm more curious about. I think the overall, like you know, there's so much stuff. Again, it's they have the same, I want to say, issue and you know problem that MCU has. Where you know the MCU is pulling from the comics of literally eighty years of canon, so they can literally pull anything they want and put it into the movies. And now this is the the new the new lore, 
And so I think Star Wars has that same issue where it's like, yo, you guys have, you know, 40, 40 some odd years of amazing stories by amazing creators. Like, use some of that shit. Because <laughs> a lot of it is really good and really interesting. And so yeah. I think that's the thing that I think in the at the very end of the day, uh, for Filoni, who's starting to, you know, be the, the, the head maestro for most of the, the TV stuff, that that's the thing that they can really lean in on. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, Besides the, the the cartoon CG stuff, there hasn't been anything else outside of that that has been as impactful as the canon uh, novels and like some of the Dark Horse like series, like mm-hmm. just the the freaking um, Crimson Guard series that they had in Dark Horse. That was another oh, yeah. like that was awesome because you got a whole situation of force sensitive Empire dudes that are not Jedi's, but they're not Sith, and they're just setting this like right little middle situation about the empire and that's a completely different mentality that you get to see and but there's again they all have force powers and all that kind of stuff so i think all opening that up powers, yeah just opening that up so that like your 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 average viewer can see that it's not just like a very binary like you know you're good or a bad situation there's a lot of in between and there's a lot more fun that it can that can, that can be had, and also too, just like showing that there's other like beings that could be force sensitive other than freaking humans, you know. Like there's like mm-hmm. they they do that in the comics, they do that in the novels really really well, and I think that's the that's a lost opportunity just to have a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the sorry, Josh, I'll cut you off. One of the things mm-hmm. that Plagueis did well was show how those other beings often use like humans. Can be lethal in different ways that's not in just their um their force powers for example um play is being uh what's that what's the race what what's his race the banking clan what are among yeah, he's like eight feet tall like he's like a giant and he's got huge hands so there are times where he's like just like hits someone and just knocks them out because he's so strong like so, I think that what the smaller, more grounded stories also allow you to do is like what what happens so often in Star Trek, which is you get to explore these alien physiologies and their cultures. That isn't just that one dimensional. Are they are they force users? Are they are they members of the Empire? Or are they members of the Republic? Or the resistance? So we need more of that in the in the live action stuff. I think yeah. if you if you uh, what I would love to see is the new Jedi Order series uh, serialized. It's it's insane, man. Like you know, like like Cam was talking about earlier. Uh, uh, Han and Leia have kids. Like you know, they get married, the whole bit, and one of the kids turns dark. But he becomes a uh, he he becomes a dark Jedi and just starts wreaking havoc there's an alien race from the uh from beyond the from beyond the rim they come in they can't they can't be affected by the force in the traditional ways that you're accustomed to so they can't be levitated off the ground you can't read their minds and they're just like why do you have these light sticks like what's your deal deal? (laughs) um and they they really just could care less about the jedi and they're at least in combat, once you strip the Jedi of their powers, which is kind of the whole point of the series, who's able to, it, it sort of reveals who you are, you know? Um, and like at the, uh, Han and Leia have three kids, excuse me. They have twins and then they have a, a kid that they name after, a young one that they name after Anakin. And not to give too much away, but like they murk main characters, like Chewie dies. All the time, yeah, all the Chewie time. Dies. And oh, he dies man. like a G. <laughs> I'm not gonna give away how, but he he goes out like a champ. Um, there, the the youngest uh, of of uh, Han and Leia's three kids goes out like a champ. That kid goes out like a straight G. Um, and his death turns his older sister dark. Like he's about he gets run over by a bunch of alien, the, the same aliens that aren't affected by the force. He's just swinging at him. He's glowing in the force. And they just overwhelm him in numbers and take him out. His sister sees that happen, reaches out for her brother. And it, as shocking as it is to probably visualize in your head, 
as she reaches out for her brother, lightning rips out of her hands. She doesn't even try. And she just takes out a whole lot of them and grabs his body. It's just so, so hardcore. Nobody's, uh, well, I wouldn't say nobody's. I think they, they murk um, Luke's wife. Like, oh, yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people die, die. Yeah, yeah. And but I think, no, like, I, but that, I like that they, they give it real stakes. Yeah, they give it real stakes. And I think yes. that's why that's why I was like surprised that they were kind of like, oh, we're not going to like, you know, honor the books. Like, Yo, there's so much stuff that's in there. Um, yes. But to wrap it all up, I think in general, all of us are kind of saying that like, at the end of the day, there's so much stuff that Star Wars can do and there's mm-hmm. more that it can do. It's cool that they're doing these little pieces and giving us these little nuggets, but it's like I'm really I'm I still am hard pressed to see if they're actually gonna swing for the fences. Possibly in Ahsoka. That could be an interesting thing if they do, but I, I but they're but they're pretty scared because they really kind of play it safe. So I think that's the one bad thing I would say that Disney's KK doing with that. Yeah, they're definitely scared of doing a little too much because I think there's so much there that could be like pretty crazy. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, once again, everybody, thanks for rocking with us, listening to us rant about Star Wars stuff because you know how we do. Um, but yeah, this is Blurred Lines, and we are out. Peace.